0: Welcome to Growing Chatham, North Carolina Cooperative Extension, Chatham County Center's October 2023 podcast. I'm Tiffany Hancock. To access the Growing Chatham newsletter, just visit go.ncsu.edu forward slash growingchatham1023. I love October because all of the dust and the cobwebs in my house just became decorations. Thank you, Halloween. Here are some general updates from around the community. The Chatham Community Library wants your blood. (laughs) Well, sort of. The American Red Cross will host a blood drive at Chatham Community Library on Wednesday, October 11th from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. in the Holmes Family Meeting Room. Click on the link in the growing Chatham newsletter to make an appointment. Once you're on that site, you can scroll down to the blood drive for October 11th at the Chatham Community Library. Then click on see times. There are 22 appointment times available. So just visit the growing Chatham newsletter and donate your blood. (laughs) Because someone's life depends on it. The Chatham Soil and Water Conservation District announces an opportunity to apply for cost share through the North Carolina Ag Cost Share Program, Ag Water Resources Assistant Program, and Community Conservation Assistance Program. You can read more about this in the growing Chatham newsletter. Chatham County Parks and Recreation's annual Trunk Retreat Fall Festival at the Southwest District Park coming up Saturday, October 28, 2023, from 2 p.m. until 5 p.m. Help support CORE's Fall 2023 Capital Campaign. This campaign will run through October 15th. You can find out more about CORE's Fall 2023 Capital Campaign by visiting the growing Chatham newsletter and accessing the link. The North Carolina State Fair is coming October 12th through the 22nd, 2023, and it's going to be the best day ever. You can buy your tickets online for rides and admission. Just visit ncstatefair.org. Here's what's coming up in October from the Chatham County Center. Chatham County 4-H youth participate in the Great Southeast Pollinator Census. This was the first year that North Carolina participated in the Great Southeast Pollinator Census a citizen science initiative that started in Georgia a few years ago and has since spread to South Carolina and North Carolina. Our Chatham County 4-H youth participated in the census at Cooperative Extension's Pollinator Paradise Garden in Pittsburgh in late August. The kids got a garden tour and learned about the insects that call the garden home and helped collect data on the pollinators that visit the garden. You can learn more about the pollinator census and see photos by visiting the Growing Small Farms website. The link is available in the Growing Chatham newsletter. National 4-H Week 2023. At the September 18, 2023 Chatham County Board of Commissioners meeting, the Board adopted a resolution to proclaim October 1st through the 7th, 2023 as National 4-H Week in Chatham County. You can see the documentation in the growing Chatham newsletter. Chatham County's annual 4-H Livestock Show was a rainy day success. On September 9th, Chatham County held its annual 4-H Livestock Show despite the stormy weather. The Heifer Showmanship and Steer Showmanship kicked off the morning's events with overcast skies looming overhead. Reserve Grand Champion went to Tyla Marshall and Grand Champion to Caroline Scarlet. The Lamb Showmanship was scheduled for 1.30 but the weather was uncooperative. Heavy rain left the arena muddy, making it difficult to continue the show. Despite the weather, both parents and youth were eager to proceed with the event after a brief meeting. They recognized the amount of effort and hard work put into this moment and did not want to disappoint. With the arena unusable, the parents came up with an inventive solution. They used their trucks and trailers to create a fenced-off area in the gravel parking lot. By maneuvering their vehicles and trailers into a large circle, the show went on. From the Lamb showmanship, the reserve grand champion was Hunter Herndon and grand champion Sophie Marshall. Madison Sifford, made her debut as a judge at the chatham county 4-h livestock show and she did an outstanding job despite the challenging conditions from the weather to the muddy conditions and having to relocate the Lamb Show to a gravel parking lot surrounded by trucks and trailers, Madison handled the day like a pro. She would definitely have some interesting stories to share about her experience. You can find the breakdown and how everyone scored when you visit the growing Chatham newsletter. We extend our sincere gratitude to our sponsors Ag South, Farm Credit, Farm Bureau of Chatham County, Quality Equipment, United Way of Chatham County. We are also very grateful to the volunteers. Audrey Joe from the Chatham County Master Gardener Volunteers. Claudia Alston, Farm Services Agency Director. She was the Ring Volunteer. Hannah Seitz, Ring Master Volunteer. Chatham County Leadership Academy, North Carolina Extension Staff. And many thanks to Billy Fitz, who donated the hay bales for the event. Explore the Chatham County 4-H Exhibit at the North Carolina State Fair. Visit the Chatham County 4-H Exhibit when you're at the North Carolina State Fair. See what all the buzz is about. Each year, the North Carolina State Fair chooses six counties to showcase 4-H exhibits that exemplify the six Extension districts. The Education Building, located at the corner of Hillsborough Street and Blue Ridge Road on the State Fair grounds in Raleigh, is where you will find it. To access the Pollinator Census link and to see photos from the Livestock Show, just visit the Growing Chatham newsletter, go.ncsu.edu forward slash growingchatham1023. Home gardeners, here's what you've been waiting for. Home gardening questions? Talk to a master gardener. Their office hours are Monday and Wednesday from 1 p.m. until 4 p.m. and on Fridays from 9 a.m. until 12 p.m. You can email them your questions at chathamemgv at gmail.com or give them a call at 919-545-2715. Visit them at the Extension Office, 1192 U.S. 64 West, Business on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Black and yellow garden spiders, have you seen them? These are showy spiders and you will usually notice them in the late summer. Learn more about these spiders by clicking on the link in the Growing Chatham newsletter. Gardening for wildlife, especially pollinators, continues to grow in popularity among gardeners did you know you can use the extension Gardener Plant Toolbox to find pollinator attracting plants for your garden? The Plant Toolbox can guide you in just a few clicks to plants that attract hummingbirds, butterflies, moths, or bees. Tell the Plant Toolbox what your garden has to offer in terms of sun, moisture, soil type, and etc., and it will suggest pollinator attracting plants. For those conditions, just click on the link in the Growing Chatham Newsletter to learn more. Brush up on your botany vocabulary with these fun exercises. Dr. Alexander Krings at the North Carolina State Herbarium created a series of drag-and-drop exercises to help gardeners learn basic botanical vocabulary. You can read more in the Growing Chatham Newsletter controlling millipedes in and around your homes. Millipedes are common occasional pests that sometimes invade buildings, particularly when the weather turns hot and dry. While millipedes sometimes enter in large numbers, they do not bite, sting, or transmit diseases, nor do they infest food, clothing, or dry structurally sound wood. Millipedes vary in both color and size. The most common species that invades buildings is the garden millipede, which is a brownish-black in color and about one inch long. Although millipedes are often called thousand-leggers, they actually have far fewer legs, but each body segment has two pairs of very short legs. When disturbed, millipedes often curl up into a letter C shape and remain motionless. You want to learn more about controlling millipedes? Just click on the link in the Growing Chatham Newsletter. North Carolina Extension Gardener Plant Toolbox. Check out this video, this episode of The Plant, Pest and Pathogens webinar series begins with a presentation by the North Carolina State Extension Consumer and Community Horticultural Specialist Lucy Bradley and Project Manager Kathleen Moore. Lucy and Kathleen demonstrate how to make sustainable plant choices using the Extension Gardener Toolbox as a powerful plant selection tool. Here's some sustainable ag updates from Extension Agent Debbie Roos. Register for a free tour of the Pollinator Paradise Garden. Sustainable Agriculture Agent Debbie Roos leads tours of Cooperative Extension's Pollinator Paradise Garden spring through fall. Registration is currently open for the fall tours, which run through early November. Space is limited, so register early. Visit Cooperative Extension's Growing Small Farms website for a list of tour dates and links to register. You can find that link in the growing Chatham newsletter. Late Summer Snapshots from the Pollinator Garden We've had a long, hot summer that, thankfully, is now transitioning into fall. Cooperative Extension's Pollinator Paradise Demonstration Garden in Pittsburgh has remained a pollinator hotspot throughout the summer, heatwave, and all kinds of critter visits. Debbie regularly posts the photos that she takes on social media and she puts some of her favorites from the late summer on the Growing Small Farms website. You can access that website by clicking on the link in the Growing Chatham newsletter. Register now for Carolina Farm Stewardship Association's Sustainable Agriculture Conference. The Carolina Farm Stewardship Association, a nonprofit organization based in Pittsburgh, serving both North and South Carolina, is set to host the 38th Annual Sustainable Agriculture Conference in Durham from November 11th through the 13th. You can find out more in the growing Chatham newsletter here's some livestock news. Fall pasture investments pay off come spring. As beef producers weigh the economic opportunities ahead, it's important that they ensure pastures are ready. Fall is an excellent time to implement several practices that will pay off next spring. You can read more when you visit the growing Chatham newsletter. Beginning Shepherd Boot Camp 101. Register for Shepherd Boot Camp. You can learn the basics of sheep and goat management and get hands-on experience working with sheep coming up November 3rd, 2023 at 9 a.m. at the Rockingham County Extension Office. Space is limited. You can find out more by visiting the Growing Chatham Newsletter. Dr. Ginger Cunningham provides forestry updates. Guidebook for Prescribed Burning in the Southern Region. Learn how to plan, conduct, and evaluate prescribed burns with this new guidebook designed for burners of all skill levels. This book takes you step-by-step through the prescribed burning process in addition to providing more in-depth chapters on many of the concepts. You can access the PDF version of the guidebook by clicking on the link in the growing Chatham newsletter. Fire in the Pines Festival is coming up Saturday, October 14th from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. at the Burton Park in Wilmington, North Carolina. This is a free event for the whole family to come and enjoy. For more information, just visit the growing Chatham newsletter and click on the festival link. Prescribed Fire Interest Meeting is coming up October 5th, 2023 from 6 until 8 p.m. At the Bonnie B. Davis Environment and Agricultural Building in Hillsborough, join North Carolina Cooperative. Of Extension Orange County Center at the Bonnie v. Davis Environment and Agricultural Center to participate and learn about the benefits of using prescribed fire in the environment. You will learn about prescribed burn associations across the state and better understand how prescribed fire can be used to help protect your property from wildfire by controlling the fuel source, encouraging new growth and wildlife protection. For more information and to register, just click on the link in the growing Chatham newsletter. Changes in the air, the miracle of fall colors. Dr. Bob Barden explains... How changes in the leaf color during this time of year are the result of chemical changes in the leaf that occur due to certain weather conditions. Learn all about the miracle of fall colors by clicking on the link in the growing Chatham newsletter. North Carolina Tree Improvement Program needs help to find Loblolly Pines with Witch's Broom. This is part of a citizen's science project. A witch's broom is an abnormal growth in a pine due to a fungus or mutation. The team at North Carolina State is looking for loblolly pines with witch's brooms to sample needles and cones. To better understand the mutation. If you know the location of a loblolly pine with a witch's broom, you can fill out the form. The link is available in the Growing Chatham Newsletter. Once you complete the form, the North Carolina State University staff will look at the submissions and decide the best locations and how to sample the needle and cones. Sampling may be done by the submitter or North Carolina State University staff. Depending on the situation, for more information, just visit the Growing Chatham Newsletter. Tara Gregory has some home and nutrition updates. Grow, Cook, Eat. Extension Master Food Volunteer Interest Meeting for 2023. Do you enjoy cooking, supporting local food, or just simply food? If you answered yes, consider joining the first group of Extension Master Food Volunteers in Chatham County. Learn more about the application, trainings, and volunteer opportunities at an upcoming interest meeting, which is coming up Tuesday, October 10th from 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. or again from 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. at the North Carolina Cooperative Extension Chatham County Center. Anyone interested in cooking, nutrition food, safety, or food systems, you can find out more in the Growing Chatham newsletter. Amazing apple monster treats. Kids will go wild over these. Check out the recipe and the pictures of these little monster treats. They look awfully scary, but they sure look good. I bet they'll be gobbled down. So check out how to make Halloween apple monsters. Extension at Home series, strategies for planning for the holidays. You can register for this class by visiting the Growing Chatham newsletter. Getting Ahead of the Holiday Meal Cost, a six-part blog series. The More in My Basket blog discusses the holiday meal planning from stocking the shelves with canned goods, securing your favorite spices, to filling the freezer so you can manage the cost and organization of holiday meal celebrations. Calling all nonprofit organizations. Join in on the spooktacular fun at the Silar City Growers and Makers Market Halloween event. For more details, just visit the growing Chatham newsletter. We have a new face in the office, and we're so excited that she has joined us. We're going to meet Rachel Blazard. She is our new community rural development agent, and she also
1: covers 4-H. Well, my name is Rachel Blazard. So I uh, finished my degree in technology and engineering studies from Brigham Young University in December and came out here to see what I can do to put that to use. <laughs> My position is as an extension agent with CRD and 4-H, and CRD stands for Community and Rural Development, which is working with the community and those in the community to help fulfill the the needs that aren't being met elsewhere, help improve things like internet connection and connectivity and and getting to know the people in the area and working with them and with local agencies to help make things better. 4-H, I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully soon the start of a, an archery club for local aspiring archers to come and learn and <laughs> be able to have that experience. I know growing up, I would go to girls camp and have so much fun at the archery range, spend as much time as there, there as I could. And I've been able to do some things along those lines with the Boy Scouts of America as an archery range master, and I want that for the people here to, to be able to have that opportunity and be able to learn the, the skill of archery. <laughs> as part of the course of my studies for my degree, we did a lot of cool projects in robotics and coding and electronics, as well working towards my degree, I also have a minor in design and I want to do something where I can put all of that to good use and be able to make the opportunities that I have been able to partake of available to more people. And do something along those lines. Get involved in the 4-H Electrical Congress. I, I would love STEM and electronics and, and all, all the, the many avenues that that opens up. It's, it's a good Good thing and, and needed in, in this day and age as we move into a more technological world. Having having good technological literacy is important and helping build that from a young age is, is good. Get them interested in, in how cool it can be and help them understand the way things work. So I think it's important. And I grew up in a little gold mining town in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountains and California and it's called the Grange which in French I think means the barn so I can say I was raised in a barn.
0: (laughs) Did you know the first gold rush was actually right here in North Carolina?
1: I I do remember hearing about that yeah that there was there and then 49 came along and (laughs) everyone hightailed it out to the coast. of. California, the foothills. And, Since you
0: grew up in California, mm-hmm. how often did you go
1: panning for gold? Yeah, I I, I haven't been gold panning, panning for a long time, but um, I remember for some school activities, we would go to the old gold mining towns that they have that are set up there. As they were in the olden days, there's there's quite a few people go on, on rides, some stagecoaches, and then go and visit the old timey shops and pen for gold if you wanna. <laughs> but um, yeah, three older sisters, two younger brothers. I am the youngest girl. And <laughs> I, I ended up out here because I wanted to be closer to family. My sister Elizabeth lives out here and she's here with her family, my sweet nieces and nephews. So. They're adorable. (laughs) They, they, they are very much looking forward to getting more active in 4-H and, and I know that we've got some, some volunteers that are looking to start more programs and, and they're eagerly anticipating, participating in those. So I, I love sewing. I've, I've actually, um, just this last year started teaching Elaine some things. We, for Christmas, I gave her, uh, Kind of a ticket to build uh, to sew a colonial girl dress with her auntie, and so together we rock, worked it out, we picked the pattern and the fabric, and then got together and then she did she did pretty much all the sewing, helped her cut out the things, and then helped her show you know pin these pieces together, and then just go ahead and sew it and so she she sewed her colonial girl dress that she has her costume that would be fun it's such a necessary skill for everyone to know how to. So on a button if they need to, or anything like that. So I don't drink coffee. I do drink things with caffeine in it. and Yeah, no, no coffee or alcohol, but um, do alcohol. give me a Pepsi any day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of my trips out here a couple years ago, last year or so, I don't remember, um, I came out to visit my sister because she's been living here with her family. And uh, we went and visited the birthplace of Pepsi. <laughs> Is it New Bern or something like that, I think? It's a cute little town. <laughs> Took some little, got some little Pepsi cans and drank them. It was fun. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here and so looking forward to all the great things coming for Chatham County and do my best to, to help make sure there's lots of opportunities moving forward for, for the youth and for the community.
0: Rachel is an Extension agent from North Carolina A&T State University. Brandy King. County Administrative Assistant continues her series, When Your Income Drops. This month, is housing is your top priority. Keeping a roof over your head is an important concern when your income drops. If you rank your bills in order of priority, paying your rent or mortgage will always be at or near the top of your list. Housing, which includes mortgage or rent payments, insurance taxes, household maintenance and repair, Utility bills, furnishings, and cleaning supplies is also typically your biggest expense. When your income drops or doesn't go as far as it used to, careful planning can help you avoid eviction from your rental unit or the loss of your home. You can read more in the growing Chatham newsletter. All right, it's time for Extension History. This month, we are focusing on Alma Council. This month, we're stepping back to 1971 and 1972. Alma Council goes to Washington. Alma Council is a remarkable woman, a mother to four children, two sons, two daughters. Alma, along with her husband Otis, managed a farm while holding down a demanding full-time job. Despite these commitments, Alma still found time to volunteer as a 4-H leader, displaying her unwavering dedication to her community. Recently, Alma's daughter Patsy discovered an archive of 4-H photographs while helping her mother clean out her closets. Patsy offered me the opportunity to keep these photographs, and I graciously accepted. As an enthusiast of history and vintage photos, especially those linked to 4-H, I was thrilled to have them. During a recent conversation, Alma reminisced about her cherished memories of being a 4-H leader in Chatham County. She spoke fondly of bunk, Henshaw, another 4-H, Volunteer leader from Solar City. Their shared experiences at several 4 H volunteer leader retreats. Alma might be in her mid 90s now, but her spirit is as high as ever. While she might be taking things a little bit slower compared to her 4 H leader days, she's still got that go getter attitude. These days, you can find her soaking up quality time with her loved ones, piecing together jigsaw puzzles, and making memories with her great grandson. ALMA was selected in 1971 and 1972 to participate in the National 4-H Leader Forum alongside a group of volunteer leaders from North Carolina and other states. This forum aimed to provide comprehensive training and assistance to leaders, enabling them to become more efficient in their work with 4-H youth. This opportunity was only extended to the most successful 4-H leaders who met specific criteria, including the accomplishments of their youth clubs. Here's a fun fact from 1971 at the North Carolina Adult 4-H Leader Forum. It's no secret that politics can be a wild and unpredictable ride. In fact, a simple toy chicken once managed to leave its mark on history. Back in the day, President Nixon was presented with a unique toy chicken by the Davidson County, North Carolina, 4-H volunteer leaders. A truly fascinating gift that may have brought a smile to his face. You can check out the newspaper article about the toy chicken gift for the president in the growing Chatham newsletter. Chatham County 4-H appreciates everything that Miss Alma Council did as a volunteer leader. 4-H volunteers are always needed, so if that's something that may interest you, we're always looking for volunteers. Visit the Growing Chatham newsletter to see Miss Alma in action as a 4-H leader and the photos that her daughter Patsy found from the 4-H Leader Forum in Washington, D.C. Just visit go.ncsu.edu forward slash growingchatham10. We've come to an end of growing Chatham. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a great month and that you receive many treats and not too many tricks. I'll return in November with more updates from North Carolina Cooperative Extension Chatham County Center. Until then, take care and enjoy your month. I'm Tiffany Hancock for North Carolina Cooperative Extension Chatham County Center.